Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuper, one rental at a time. It is Thursday and it means we get the three amigos back. How you doing? How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome, Mike. Thank you. And and Dion, how are you? Still in Florida? (laughs) Howdy. Yes, I'm doing great. Not too sunburned, ready for round one. Yeah. And as, as people don't re- know, uh, you were evicted last week, and there was a story about the eviction on my site. You guys want to check it out? I think I titled it Dion's Eviction. So mm-hmm. should be easy yeah, to Dion find. Got <laughs> yeah, Dion got evicted. Oh, that's fun. Well, hey, guys, um, looks like we're going to get more and more crash videos, bubble popped videos. Graham Stephan, 3.2 million subscriber, famous uh, on YouTube, just did a video, which all three of us has watched called Housing Bubble just popped so i thought we should talk about it dion you sent that out to us so i'll give you the floor first what did you take away well i i liked it it said housing bubble just popped and then he talks for 10 to 20 minutes about how the housing bubble's not popping yeah exactly i'm glad i'm not the only one i'm like yeah did i miss something what happened yeah that was pretty funny how about you matt what'd you take away um yeah i mean the same thing i mean it's it's you know I, I really wish to a certain degree that you actually had to have experience doing what you're going to talk about. You know, we are all older. And so we don't talk about things we don't know about yeah. because that's part of what comes with age is wisdom yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah. I think there's a lot of unwise YouTubers out there that because they see some other titles and because they're clickbaity and because they have marketing teams, mm-hmm. they want to put something out there that's going to get the most clicks. And at the end of the day, often they're completely out of their depth discussing what they're discussing. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to turn this one. We, we're, we're actually going to, we're going to do a video too, where we break down Graham Stephan's video, because he does talk about three or four interesting points. None of them talk about pop, but I do want to talk about... <clears throat> I think the housing market is broken. I think the Federal Reserve, one of the unintended consequences is they broke housing for the next two to three years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what do I mean by broken? Well, interest rates have gone up between 200 and 250 basis points and might not be done. Mm -hmm. It has shook the entire sector to its core we saw Wells Fargo this morning talk about mortgage demand down 33%, and that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we're going to have less, I think we just are going to have less transactions. And, you know, people still have to sell, death, divorce, all that stuff. But I am more convinced than ever that we're going to see a tw- at least a 25% drop this year. And by sometime next year, we'll be down 50%. So I do not think a bubble popped at least as intended as far as prices. Uh, but I think transactions are going to be in the low three millions very soon. And that's a broken housing market. Uh, Dion, what do you think of that? Well, I, I agree. Transactions are going to die. Um, so currently you were talking about Wells, Wells Fargo <clears throat> update this morning, mm-hmm. but about a week ago, maybe a little more, Chase announced 
you, you want, you have to have a 700 credit score to get a mortgage mm -hmm. and they want 20% down no matter what loan you're getting. Yep. So less transactions and then limited buyer options. So I, I still see prices going up. It's going to be more qualified borrowers doing the purchasing. So prices are going to go up, but transactions are going to go 3 million puts us at about half of last year. So exactly. it's a 50% drop. That's huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I've said this on a couple of videos. Agents and brokers should develop a side hustle. It, it's actually, sorry, it's actually why Graham Stephan got into real estate. He was an agent and went six months without any commission, then got a big commission and then went a long time without another. So he got some rentals to stabilize his income. Yeah. Hopefully they've been doing. Yeah. How about you, Matt? What do you think? Do you think the housing market's broken? Um, so my state's numbers are out. Last year, the median house was $300,000. This year, it's four forty. Fifty percent, four forty, roughly. Yep, that's crazy. It's insane, and we're in the place where, um, <laughs> still everything is a few days on the market and it's off. It's it's still it's still here. We're still here doing that because I think we had a lot of people. If you look at surrounding markets, Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, they're all massively more expensive. Mm -hmm. And people are tired of what they're going through in those states and they've moved north Yeah, and they get a better quality of life. And now that they don't have to have proximity to their job because they can be remote, mm -hmm. they're living here. And so that rising tide has lifted all boats. I mean, there are, I won't, I will say that I'm concerned for my market because the velocity of that is way too fast. It's just yeah, way it's too, too fast. fast. Yeah. Even with outside money. I mean, a, a, a buddy of mine listed a house. He said, you know, we had seven offers day one. He goes, we're just anything that's kind of sub 500,000. We're just not seeing any slowdown whatsoever. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, you know, I think that uh, a bubble is still forming. It's still yeah. forming. Like these guys want to call bubble. Remember when the bubble was in the mid 2000s? Uh -huh. It wasn't in, you know, it was being built in three, four, five, six. Yeah, I have, um, we actually may do another video called the bubble's going to grow because I actually yeah. think, I think it's set up to grow. Yep. Actually, we'll, we will do that one. Well, that'll be video number three, but yeah, I want to go back to, because as an economist or somebody who studied the economics, you learn very quickly that most of consumer behavior is supply and demand driven. Sure. So I want to paint a picture for you too. And I want you to tell me if it makes sense. If you think I'm wrong, as always, tell me. So first and foremost, we're going to go back to 2018. I'm going to call that a balanced market. So for scale, we're going to call it 100 listings and 100 buyers, right? It was roughly even. You could argue it was 105, 100, but that's going to be our ballpark. base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ballpark it, right? Mm -hmm. Supply and demand equal. It could be a million. It could be a thousand, whatever you want it to be. Now let's go to 2020, kind of the end of the year. Once we're, you know, the end of the year, people are moving there. It's, it's the most bananas I've seen. So what happened? Supply didn't really move a lot. So it's still a hundred, but demand went from hundred to 500 because rates are rock bottom low. <laughs> we realized that a bigger house is better. We want a backyard. We want to leave California for Florida. All that stuff's going on, right? So 100, 500. Guess what happens? Prices go up in that scenario. And you hear crazy things like 
waiving conditions and 50K over and all of that nonsense, right? Now, 2021, uh, the environment we're in today, where interest rates have shot up 250 basis points, we had rates low for two years, people are going to be locked <laughs> in to move up buyer. So what happens to supply, right? You, all three of us did supply destruction a week or two ago. We're no longer at 100. We're probably at 60 or 70 because some people will sell, just not as many. Now rates have gone up. The Fed is trying to destroy demand. It's called demand destruction. It's how you beat back inflation. And they will be successful. Unfortunately, it's going to go from 500 to 150. And oh, by the way, here we're still at 70. So for the folks calling for a bubble pop, yes, there may be a couple of markets where you see prices decline because their ratio is different. But an environment that is still two to one does not lead me to believe that prices are coming down. What do you guys think of that? We'll go to you first, Dion. Well, the only thing missing in that was wage inflation. Oh, of course. We're still seeing wage inflation and we're seeing regional wage inflation, like Matt said. We don't have to work close to the office if we remember last year, Pinterest paid $89 million to break a lease in San Francisco, paid all staff $20,000 to relocate. A lot of those people didn't buy. It increased rents because they weren't sure if they were going to get called back into the office. So for at least a year, they've been doing one-year leases. Yeah. A lot of companies aren't requiring people to return to the office, turning those renters into buyers. So now we've got six or multiple six-figure incomes from high um volume locations like Seattle, San Francisco, San Diego, who can live anywhere mm-hmm. and are now going to be buyers. So prices continue. The bubble is going to get bigger as far as price goes, mm-hmm. but less and less transactions. Yeah, we're definitely, we've definitely had a bubble pop in transaction, crash in transaction. Again, and the other thing I love to point out is uh, we called it first. This channel right here called it weeks and months before anybody else. And we're already seeing some of the big people come around. National Association of Realtors, Chief Economist, Lawrence Yoon talks about it going down 10%. Let me just tell you, if he's talking about 10% transaction and he is supposed to be rosy, you know it's going to be worse than that. So Way worse. Uh, way worse. Uh, how about you, Matt? What do you think about my story of 100, 100, 100, 500? Does it make sense? Yeah, I think everything, I mean, everything has to normalize, right? <clears throat> and I think that we've had, we've had a lot of buyers and not nearly enough supply we're going to go down to still not enough supply. Yeah, supply's going to go down. Yeah. Right, but a lot fewer buyers. Yeah, but still so they're, they're going to correlate. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think that the I think the bigger issue is, you know, what Dion called out earlier is what we've been saying for five, six months, which is, hey, if you're waiting outside the market, waiting to come into the market, debt to incomes are going to change. Yep requirements are going to change down payments are going to change and it's all coming around just exactly like it did in the mid 2000s where everything got tighter a lot of people with mid six credit scores start getting no answers people with 38 percent debt to income are getting no answers people that are looking at any type of any sort of a property as an investment are getting answers where yeah we have a product for you it's 25 percent down yeah So that's why we always tell people, you need to have your best use of capital. You need to wait for a great deal. There's going to be more inventory coming. The number of good deals that I've passed on in the last month, I'd say probably six, probably six good deals. 
And now I'm seeing stuff that even though we're seeing these massive increases in our market, I'm still seeing one record after another broken. Mm-hmm. So this bubble just continues to inflate. It wasn't a bubble six months ago. It's a right. bubble now. Mm. Um, but, you know, I saw a fourplex in my market, basically uh, two studios and two one bedrooms. Mm. That building two years ago was probably about 400,000. They're yeah. up around, I think they're at 650 oh, on this yeah. building. Wow. And I got sent the listing and I was like, can this agent do math? Yeah. Like the guy can't do math because what he's proposing is such a horrible return on capital. Yeah. He's comparing, he's making a fourplex with like a cap rate of like four and a half or five. Right. That doesn't make any sense to any investor that's investing in small multifamily. So I still think that, and the thing is with those things jumping with those numbers, there has been one record after another broken for dupes, tries and quads in these three, in these three cities I do business in, where to the point that the one that was the, always the cheap, cheap, cheap one mm-hmm. is now trading at what the other ones traded at a year ago, a year and a half ago. Like the wow. gap has just shrunk. So yeah, I think that you're exactly right. It's going to be fewer transactions. It's going to be um, better qualified buyers. And I think that they're going to have at least some inventory to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's, going to be interesting to watch. I got my popcorn. So it's going to be a wild ride. We're going to talk about that episode number two, just how the bubble can get bigger and bigger and bigger from here. But before we do, how can people find you, Dion? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And I do live streams, even when I'm traveling for scuba, every Tuesday (laughs) at 4 p.m. Pacific. And yourself, Matt? Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram and on YouTube and Sunday morning live streams. This one's going to be a short one, about an hour. Yeah. And I do a live stream 7am. No, not 7am, 8am Saturdays. Yeah. Pacific time. Pacific time. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike.